The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. We have uh, in the feed already a Christian McCaffrey traded to the 49ers emergency podcast. This is the Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury figured something out and beat the snot out of the Saints thanks to Andy Dalton being terrible. Mm. Thursday Night Football Recap Podcast, which is full of, by the way, uh, joining me to do to break this down, Ryan or John Breach and Ryan Wilson. What's up, boys? Breach, you were... Um in our little private chat channel that we have for work purposes, you were riding your high horse after the Andy Dalton touchdown, and that high horse promptly ran off a cliff with you on it. How did you feel about primetime Andy Dalton? And I have a ton of stats I can't wait to share with you about primetime Andy Dalton. Well, Wilson, as someone who has been a Bengals fan my whole life and watched Andy Dalton play primetime football for them for uh, nine years, I knew exactly what to expect. I saw exactly what I expected. Uh, I got on my high horse because I was hoping it finally turned the corner after 11 straight seasons of horrible performances uh, in prime time. It did not happen. Uh, did I tear up during the two minutes where he had a total meltdown? Maybe. Uh, was it painful to watch Dalton just throw the game away? Yes. Uh, am I ever going to watch him play in prime time again? Probably not. Did I let Brenton talk me into changing my Twitter header? So now that I have Andy Dalton stuck really up there. It? Yeah, he changed it. it. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's I awesome. vowed to keep it up there until Andy Dalton wins his next primetime game. That so is really, gonna be, it's going to be up there for the rest of my life. In perpetuity. By the way, Brenton, while you were uh, indisposed I, 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 momentarily, God. well, just let me tell you this. Brenton, uh, Breach said, look, Andy Dalton played bad for two minutes. That's it. And then Breach actually conceded. That's basically like Tom Brady throwing 75 interceptions in one game. Like two minutes of Andy Dalton primetime time, yeah. that 100, those 120 seconds is like a full game for anyone else. And it's all bad plays one after the next. 
You should all go to uh, twitter.com. That's T-W-I-T-T-E-R. Uh, then you hit the period button, C-O-M, hit the backslash button. Then type J-O-H-N-B-R-E-E-C-H. See if you're following John Breach. And if you're not, good. If you are, immediately unfollow him. That is a great, oh my God, that's a great header. I can't believe I gave that to you. The guy's just like flying into the end zone, like over, like doing a flip as Andy Dalton is walking off sullenly. Back-to-back pick sixes, bro. That's tough. Did you see the uh, photographer in the background? That's actually Breach. (laughs) I I, I tweeted that at you. You didn't see it. That's a true story. The the first pick six was actually not his fault. Marcus Allen. Well, he threw three interceptions the game. Two of them were his fault. So let's let's not let him off the hook. And it might as well have been a pick six because that first one was in the end zone. Breach, you know who you are? You're the guy, like my wife's a teacher, so she sees us sometimes with parents. You're the guy who who comes in between September, the start of school, till about March, and you're defending your kid. Like, no, no, he's not a terrible kid. No, he does his homework. He just gets lost. By June, you're like, you know what? This kid's a straight-up butthole. You're exactly right. I am done with him. I can't take it anymore. He's going to summer school. Everything he did, you were exactly right about. I apologize. That's no, your no, no. Rough on him now. No, he needs to know. <laughs> Absolutely. You need wow. to know the truth, Breach. It is. Um, but the, there was a talent. <laughs> I, I have no clue. Like, like the, the range of Billy's cultural references for these this stuff he pulls. He's a wild card. Well, like I would have guessed that he's a Talladega Knights guy. I'm I'm the biggest Talladega Knights guy you'll ever meet. I if you ain't first, that. you're last. Right. Have you watched uh, have you watched Step Brothers? Did we you said he's a Talladega Knights guy, not a Step Brothers conversation guy. already? I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get look, Billy is our new colleague. For now, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how long this lasts. Uh, there is an internal overrunner, which I'm not allowed to disclose. That two weeks is what it is. I saw the memo. It's just it's Christmas. Christmas. Thanks. All right, Brenton, I'll ask you a question because I know what Breach's answer will be because he's even though he's an angry parent, he still loves his son, Andy Dalton. Brenton, should Andy Dalton remain the starter? Now listen. Here, here are the details. Two more prime times to go. For the for the uh, the Saints, they're home versus Baltimore week nine on the road versus Tampa Bay week thirteen. And Rap Sheet said prior to the game that there's a quote solid chance that Dalton remains the starter before all those pick sixes. I think Andy happen. Dalton is substantially better than Jameis Winston. That's a terrible. What? It's not a terrible take. It's a very clear and obvious take. They're missing a bunch of offensive linemen. The defense is down a ton of people. They didn't have Jarvis Landry. They didn't have Michael Thomas. Andy Dalton, like. Again, Marcus Callaway calls the first pick six. You could already breach that by the other two. I, I don't. I think Andy Dalton looks like very clearly on the on the just general eye test, like a much better quarterback for this Saints team and this Saints offense than Jameis Winston. And to Brinson's point, I think Andy Dalton gives them a better chance to win. And look, Jameis Winston had a pretty healthy Saints team, Saints offense the first three weeks of the season. And what did he do? Oh, scored 10 points against the Buccaneers, scored 14 points against the Carolina Panthers. Andy Dalton is literally playing with Alvin Kamara and uh, one-tenth of a Saints receiving group because everyone is injured. He just got Chris Olave back, didn't have him last week. He's had absolutely nothing, and yet they've somehow still managed to average more than 30 points a game in the uh, four starts that he has made. A couple so, things, a couple things, Breach. Number one, 
Jameis was coming off an ACL injury, which you people failed to, to mention. And by the way, Patrick Seeley in the comments makes a second point. Jameis throws deep and he throws pick sixes. Dalton only throws pick sixes. So How at least you're getting some variation. After watching the second play of the game, which was a 53 yard touchdown pass. He threw deep. That was a deep touchdown pass. Breach, you can't quit him. I, 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 I think that this is, to me, look, one person on this podcast before the season started pounded the table repeatedly over and over and over again, saying that the Buccaneers would be trash. The Saints would rise up and dominate the division, and it would be because of Jameis Winston getting a locked in Pete Carmichael's offense now that Shane, Sean Payton's gone. Like, that's like, – look, just own the terrible take. The Buccaneers are terrible. What are you talking about? Oh! Oh! I love that you make that, that – Buccaneers are 3-3, three and, three and they're not great. You make that argument after Tom Brady loses to the worst Pittsburgh Steelers team in the last 50 years. The Saints, the Saints are – If my argument before the season was that there was going to be a drop-off for the Saints with Sean Payton gone in terms of their offensive production. That feels like a very accurate and fair statement six weeks – or seven weeks in the season. Did you guys watch Andy Dalton tonight? Yes. And you're okay moving forward with that as opposed James to James Winston is not good on the Did Saints. you watch James Winston the first three games? I think that the Saints don't He's like to be there. From an ACL breach. Pete Carmichael, is that why he threw three interceptions in one yes. game? Two interceptions. It's part of the ACL game. recovery. You have to throw three interceptions before you fully heal. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I just feel like James uh, Pete Carmichael, the offense corner, doesn't feels like he cannot reign. I, I thought I thought he looked sharp in this game. And he was making good reads. He was locked in on Chris Olave. I didn't think the play calling was fantastic. You could use Alvin Kamara more. Yes. Um, it, it, I, I don't. I don't put. I mean, I can't believe I'm all with Breach on this. I, oh I don't. Think well, Breach wasn't wrong when he said that it was basically two minutes of super crappy football from Andy Dalton. But those two minutes cost him fifteen points. I think they went for two of one of those things. At least two touchdowns. However, the math worked out on the two point conversions, and that proved to be the, the difference. So there you have it. He's losing you football games, even on the while most mistakes that a player might make might cost you five yards or 15 yards or, or, or maybe a big play. Andy Dalton's good for a touchdown. Every the mistake first, um, the first, the first pick six made it 20 to 14 because the Cardinals went for or no, Blankenship shanked the extra point. At that point, it was, there was, um, what a, a fit. There's under a minute left. The Saints had no damn business trying to go out there and keep like, just get to half. No, no. After the first pick six, there was a there was a minute fifty left, so they got the ball back with a minute fifty left. Oh right, right. And that's the ball that went off of um, what's his name? Sandler. They were about midfield when okay, you're about midfield. You got a decent kicker. Get get a couple. Just get into field goal range. Make it twenty to seventeen, and don't. That's what they're trying to do. There, there, there's. I mean, you just don't need to be throwing aggressively. Like try. He was throwing in fifteen yard ends. I mean, breach with his arm, who can throw the ball forty five yards, can make those passes. I mean, there was nothing difficult in the throws he made. They were just the first one was not his fault. The second one was just a terrible throw. Did and the touchdown, hit? the interception, the hit? first. What's that? Do you get hit in the second one? No, no. A horrible, horrible throw. And the first interception was a terrible throw as well. I mean, that. Was, by the way, we uh, mentioned just it was an inaccurate throw, but Marquez Callaway should not have allowed it to become a pick six. No, 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 the first it, interception in the back of the end. Oh, the first interception, yeah, yeah. That was so if we're doing the math, and we just count, that's 18 points he cost that team. 
Well, and the thing is, if he had just played it safe on the first interception, which the Saints were up seven to three, they had driven down to the Cardinals' ten yard line. And if Andy Dalton just says, you know what, that's not a throw I can make. He's getting hit while he's throwing this ball. I'm Andy Dalton. I cannot make this throw. And he just throws it out of the end zone. You get three points. You're up 10-3. Game moves on. But instead, he tries to force it in there, gets picked off. And same thing with the second pick six. If he doesn't make a bad throw, if he just throws it away or just doesn't make a horrible, horrible throw, then it's 20 to 14 at halftime, and that's much more manageable. I'll say this, Breach. I think you're exactly I think, right. I think, I think you're wrong. I think he's getting hit. By, like he's getting you're the sp- only person on planet Earth making excuses for that. Well, let's let's see if we can find a, a possible photo of this, a screenshot of him being hit as he's uh, as he's. Breach, I think you're right. I think Andy Dalton play on a per play average is better than Jameis Winston, but the mistakes are just for some reason, especially on primetime, magnified and they cost. More they don't. If the average mistake cost uh, Jameis Winston point three points, they seem to seem to cost Andy Dalton thirty points. He's just. Kidding. I have no idea what I'm looking at. That's that's Andy Dalton. This is a this is a professional. This is a professional football game. You watch it for a living. Uh, the Saints. They're the team with the yellow uh, Florida uh, Lee logo. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Okay, where's he getting Dalton. hit? He's getting smoked. Uh, now, uh, breach. Is he getting hit there? According to your monitor, maybe my monitor is slow. He's being touched yet. I, I think either. He, he hasn't thrown the ball yet. He's going back with it, man. Okay. I just I, I just dropped the video in there. It looked like he got hit as soon as he his arm went forward. I, I'm not trying to make excuses for Andy Dalton, but if, if you were trying to say if anyone is trying to say Jameis Winston is a better option for the Saints than I'm Andy that. Dalton right now, I think they are just factually incorrect. That's fine. I'm saying that, and we can disagree. That's the whole point. But Andy Dalton, I mean, you're saying it literally an hour after he threw three interceptions, two pick sixes. But Think of being the Saints coaching staff because I agree with Brinson. You're the Saints coaching staff. You're like, my God, Andy is the better option. But he also threw three interceptions, two which were totally on him, and one that's on Marquez Callaway. Do we keep him in there? Do we bench him? What do we do? Because our other guy also throws three interceptions. And I, I just think that Andy Dalton gives a better chance to win, which is weird to say. And and the other part of this is that because of those two pick sixes, it's really like if you're a Cardinals fan, did you even feel comfortable watching the offense tonight? I mean – DeAndre Hopkins blew it up. Besides that, they struggled. Can I ask a question about the Cardinals? Yes. Yeah. Um, Brinson, I'll ask you. Great. Can an angry quarterback coexist with a coach he doesn't appear to respect? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, of course. Okay, let me put it in other terms. Name oh. the quarterbacks that are good quarterbacks who can walk off the field and yell at their coach, Calm the F down. Calm the F down uh, because of whatever Cliff Kingsbury had been saying over the headset to his quarterback. Uh, like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't put that much. I mean, I, we, we were in a meeting for like, <laughs> we were in a meeting earlier today and I was yelling. Well, I don't put that much. Yeah, two, one person was yelling. Everyone else was not yelling. Well, are you Kyler Murray? I guess. Yeah, actually. Yeah. The, yeah. The, we were, I was, there's a talk about putting a, a homework clause in my next contract, actually, which would not be the worst thing in the world. No, that's, that's, that's a, that's a mistake. I, I, I don't even know if you're joking. That's how serious that is. I, know, I, know. I don't. I don't, I don't I, think I don't. you can have a situation where a successful situation, the successful, the situation as Breach is sort of alluded to, is not successful in Arizona with these with Kyler and Cliff. I don't think you you can have a quarterback who doesn't respect it. Like Dak Prescott isn't walking off the field and talking to Mike McCarthy like that. Aaron Rodgers isn't doing that to uh, Matt Lafleur, even if he doesn't respect him. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't, but I mean th- that's not happening. Like Mitch Trubisky is doing that to Mike Tomlin. Well, that's that's not a good example. I mean, Tom Brady yells at Josh McDaniels. 
Or yelled at Josh McDaniel. Yeah, that's the offense coordinator. That's the coordinator. He yelled at Bill O'Brien, too. And everyone's like, yeah, that's hilarious. Who's the, who's Bill the play caller for Arizona? He's the head coach. Who's Cliff. the play caller? Cliff. My point is... Jimmy G, Jimmy G yelled at Kyle Shanahan. They don't like each other. And he, did, he didn't I, want him. He, and, he, and, and Kyle tried to trade him. He literally drafted Trey Lance third overall. He yelled at him after the trade attempt. So that's for the record. Okay, that's a weird flex. My, my thing is, or a weird hill to die on. I, if your quarterback doesn't respect you, and it appears that he doesn't with the way he's treating him publicly. Don't think, I don't think that's true. Okay, I think it's weird, and I think it's it's a problem. You know, I you can't name one other quarterback that has done that to their head coach and has been successful in the NFL. Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan went to a Super Bowl and almost went to a second one last year. But Kyle tried to get rid of him. Yeah. That's the point. And so Jimmy has nothing to lose. He can disrespect him all he wants this year because he knows he's gone after this year. And this is this he's in the first year of his deal, Kyler is, and he's clearly visibly and I'm not so saying Kyler's so cliff. I'm not saying Kyler's wrong. I'm saying that this is not gonna work. If they're I, doing this publicly, or if he's doing this to cut Cliff publicly, what in the world's going on behind the scenes? Look, look, to be clear, I don't think that this Arizona thing with the way that it's been set up with their contractual situations and how they think this offense is gonna work will be successful. I I but I don't think that like I don't think Cliff and Kyler have beef. My only question is, would you, as a head coach, appreciate your quarterback disrespecting you like that? Uh, well, yeah. As Brian Jay pointed out in the comments, uh, Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer have just gotten a fight. <laughs> that, that's a very fair point. But also, but also one of those guys one of those guys was eliminated from the situation as soon as the season was over because the front office realized that they could not coexist. And maybe that's what Wilson's saying. Maybe that's where the point eventually gets because if the Cardinals aren't successful, the bickering's going to get worse sure. and they could get to a situation where they can't coexist. Sure. Like, like sure. typically you're the one that overreacts to simple things. I thought that was sort of weird. I, I, I'm just kind of over these, like, it's like, it's like training camp fights and sideline. But this is a like, coach. I mean, I don't care about like, the players fighting. like he's the, but he's the play caller. He's calling. I mean, but again, like I, I agree with you in the sense that if they have a, um, toxic relationship, it's not going to be good for them moving forward. Like if Drew Brees yelled at Sean Payton, I'd be like, that's fine. They've both been there for 40 years. They're, they have a, when they were both in New England, uh, New Orleans together. Like that's, what are you making a face for? Do you not understand to, that? I'm trying to mess with you. Oh, because they know each other. They have a relationship. I don't get the sense that Kyler and Cliff have much of a relationship. I, I think, I think Kyler and Cliff are, you don't think Cliff invites him over to his bachelor pad and they hang out and play Bago? I think Kyler and Cliff are. <laughs> I do think they play Bago personally, but I. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean look, there is. I, I do think there is a lot of pressure in Arizona right now. This team is now three and four. They're very much in the playoff mix in the NFC. They're very much in the NFC West mix as well. Do I think they'll win? No. Do I think they're a particularly great team? No. I think I think Kingsbury's offense is problematic. Hopkins help Hopkins coming back helps him a lot, but like I, I don't I don't think I, I think the pressure for the Cardinals is coming from the fact that they're being ripped for giving Cliff, Steve Kime, and Kyler all new contracts this offseason when they hadn't done anything to prove it or deserve those contracts. And so that internally is sort of maybe manifest manifesting itself into pressure that they're like pushing towards each other. I mean, that, that would, I guess, be, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, but I don't think the blow up on the sidelines is that big a deal. 
No, I think it's indicative of a situation where the quarterback doesn't respect a head coach and a head coach who's already in deep dookie because he's not doing a great job. He, and the he team had an extension feel, like three months ago. And the team feels dysfunctional. Like I said, if it were you know, a veteran quarterback and a veteran coach, I'd be like, all right, they're just mad at each other. But these are two people who probably – one probably more so than the other doesn't deserve the, the extension they got. And I don't know. I've never seen a, a quarterback talk to his head coach like that and publicly. I don't, I, I, I just, I would just push back again. I don't think that the combo is going to work, but I would push back on the idea that Cliff and Kyler don't respect each other. I think they, I think they like each other. I'm just going on the fact that he yelled at him, calm the F down and screamed it and then screamed in his face when they got to the sidelines. Now, I, I mean, did Robbie Anderson respect the wide receivers coach he was yelling at? It's a two and four football team on, on a primetime Island game. Like, this is a this is a blip on the radar. If this is a one o'clock game, that one that Panthers game was a one o'clock game. And Robbie Anderson yelled at the wide receivers coach. It was actually a four twenty five game, but well, I mean that made headlines because he got kicked out of the game by his own head coach. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. That yeah, didn't you happen. Saw him yell, but you saw him story. yelling I mean, initially. Like, Scott Hansen would definitely cut to it on red zone and say, "Oh, we got a little." Yeah, little, I mean, I, I, we knew here, about but, it before he got kicked out, but we wouldn't be spending ten minutes talking about it. Yeah, because he's not a quarterback. He's just a sort of a wide receiver that's not doing great. Because, okay, we'll see. That's fine. I just thought it was weird. I mean, it's not it's not ideal. Like you prefer to have some harmonious. Well, guess what? The Cardinals' next game is against the Minnesota Vikings. So Kyler can go to Kirk, ask him for some tips about uh, almost fighting your coach in the middle of a game at the end of a game. And is Kirk uh, beating up Mike Zimmer. Do we know that? No, they almost they almost went full fisticuffs in one. I'm asking game. who you would who'd you take though. Oh, I would take Zimmer. I know I he's I older, too. but he seems like he just, definitely fights dirty. Right. Kirk Cousins seems like a guy who's never been in a fight in his life. <laughs> right. And this, this I mean, Kirk Cousins could beat me up. Let me let me be clear on that. He just seems like a guy who's never been in a fight. I, I mean, if, I mean, I'm playing devil's avocado here, but I, I to me it looks like Cliff was kind of losing his mind on the headset, and Kyler was trying to like distill the noise and not listen to Cliff losing his mind. No, I think that's right. On the f down. I think that's exactly right. Hopkins put his arm around him and then everyone calmed down and they were fine. Like there was no shoving or pushing or anything crazy. You had to say there was, I never said there was any shoving or pushing, but you said he like, doesn't respect him. It appears to me that he doesn't, he, he could love the guy. I don't know. Just based on the optics of him walking you off the told field. You call me the F down at a, on a zoom meeting earlier today. <laughs> no, I didn't. You oh, said, now it comes out. Prince is angry. I'm not jumping in on this. That's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. And you guys are going to be at full fisticuffs next time you see each other. I'll punch them. You better get on a little step stool if you're going to hit me in the face. Whoa! <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Had that one in the in the in the chamber ready to fire. God almighty! Um, All right, maybe they respect Breach, each other. Breach, you don't think this guy can beat you up, Breach? You, no, you I said he. I said I, Billy. I said to be clear, Kirk could absolutely beat me up. I think this is the only Kirk Cousins that could like that could beat you up. Like, Can you show the video of Kyler Cousins. Cliff? I'm gonna put it. In, I'll put it in there. Hold on. Kirk Cousins ain't Kirk Cousins ain't beating anybody on this podcast up. No, I think he beats up Brinson. I mean Breach. He's tall too. I give. Yeah, him that. he could take me. Could he beat up you and me together? Uh, I mean, actually, yes. I, don't, I don't. I don't really fight anybody. Yes, is the I, just, I avoid fights. Really yeah, you say <laughs> after you puff out your chest, that's your follow up. Brenton, I mean, Cousins, eleven hands quarterback. I would like be willing to fight, maybe or Jake Fromm. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Jake, Jake, you're 
subject of failure. Like, you, you gave Wilson ammo for that first overall pick. Um, I mean, Kyler, Kyler, yeah, Kyler. Okay, it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Oh, I mean, he played great. And I, look, I don't dispute the fact that he probably gets annoyed with Kingsbury yelling at him on the on the headset about whatever he's yelling at him about. And he was he was fed up. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it here at the end. But you look at he had enough. There we and go. Murray, I mean, come Murray, on. Uh, barking his way over to the sideline. Murray had a lot of that energy last week <laughs> in Seattle, you know, where he would be frustrated. You can see it right there. Yeah. I will say Cliff is, Cliff's affect was like the, it buildup of a number of weeks no this way. offense has been struggling they, they don't score that an offensive like touchdown last week congenial situation to me it's all a matter of perspective i thought it was, way, shout, uh, shout out to d bettis in the comments he's so mad so like he always like he's a cardinals fan i think but he's like when arizona's leaving this division in six weeks you won't be talking about this you guys are just talking to talk that's what a podcast is buddy um we're gonna do a break, Billy, or no break? Break. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, are Kyler and Cliff living in a toxic relationship? Will it cost the Cardinals their season? Wilson will tell us next. Spring training is in full swing, and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just kidding. We should uh, talk about the Saints. Or I mean, I mean, by the way, it's the highest scoring game in the history of the Cliff Kyler combination. So before, uh, uh, which is funny, since Cliff and Kyler's offense uh, didn't score forty-two points. Yeah, I was going to say before Andy Dalton turned into Andy Dalton the pumpkin on primetime. The Eagle, uh, excuse me, the Cardinals had uh, run had been a part of three hundred forty-six plays where they had trailed this season. And only 13 plays the entire season had they led, and that didn't happen until the the pick six Apalooza late in the first half allowed them to to get the lead, and in, in which they never let go of, even though Andy Dalton furiously tried to come back in the second half. Reach. He did furiously try to come back, and it didn't quite work. Uh, I think one one good note um, moving forward is that. Uh, live overs in Cardinals games are a good look if they are trailing in the first half. Thoughts? Um, you're the gambling expert. I don't usually pay attention to the, to the live live lines. I do know you're. Well, you just said they're maybe thinking something else. So typically, the Cliff Cliff, Cliff kind of cranks uh, cranks up the uh, the pass rate when he's trailing, and when they're. Uh, oh, oh, actually, here's a better question. Eno, should Eno, Benjamin, Eno Benjamin start over James Conner? Because I think he should. James hurt, right? 
he'd address tonight. Well, yeah, but Eno Benjamin's like awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have no issue with that. That seems pretty easy. I think it's the last year James's deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he looked good against the Saints, but the Saints defense hasn't been as good as everyone thought it was going to be this mm-hmm. year, which is a little bit yeah. weird. I mean, you look at what Eno Benjamin did last week against the Seahawks, and it was zilch. I mean, E3, it was, baby. Yeah, it, it was. E3 doesn't play defense, Ryan, but we'll count that. We'll count he does that. it all. I mean, we're talking about a Seahawks defense that is horrible, and, uh, you know, he didn't do anything in that game. So it's hard to say, should he still be the starter once James Conner comes back? I don't know. Based on this game, yes. Based on last week, no. So I think it's one of those things where there's a reason they have a running back by committee. Just play the hot hand. Play the hot hand. What about a, a bigger overarching question? Should Kingsbury give up play calling duties, which he said he would happily do if it made the team better last week and asked about it a couple of times? Well, then Kyler would be yelling at someone else, which might be a good thing. Or maybe Kyler wouldn't be yelling at all. Maybe Kyler would be happy. I mean, we heard Brian Dayball talk about it a little bit, why he doesn't have play calling duties. He just said becoming a head coach, you have a lot of responsibilities, and that's just one of those things. You get someone you trust, and you let them run the show, and you do what a head coach does. And so we've seen that you know Nathaniel Hackett has same kind of issue in Denver, that Cliff is having that yeah, the quarterback and coach really coexisting well. Uh, shout out to K Ty 12 in the comments. He said maybe Cliff and Kyler should resolve their issues using Pick Six sponsor Better Help. That actually is uh, get them that get them the uh, the Pick Six discount code and they can get a get a deal on it too. I like that. I I don't I don't think the Cardinals are very good. I mean this is they're, they're not they're not good. It just yeah. turns out, as Breach noted, the, the Saints aren't very good. They didn't have Marshawn Lattimore on Thursday night, but all the Jarvis Landry, Mike Thomas, and everyone else that was missed on offense, they're they're bad. And I think, um, to quote the late great Denny Green, they they are who we thought they were. The Cardinals I'm talking about. So should Cliff Kingsbury give a play call and do it or not? You didn't answer the question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Yeah, he had it. <laughs> he can't prepare. Green, what a legend he was. He was a legend. Uh... Okay, here's a question for you: If Kyler walked off the field and talked to Danny Green like that, what's Danny, Danny Green's taking a swing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is right. dropping him on yeah, the sidelines. Right. All right, we're, 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 okay. Who would you rather? All right, you when you, no risk a risk free bet. You pick one team of the two teams who played tonight. You win a thousand dollars. If they make the playoffs, I mean, if they don't, bet. you have to uh, risk free. I guess we'll, we'll give it to you. you. Who are you picking? You get a thousand dollars if your team who you pick makes the playoffs. Who are you picking? Breeze, you go first. Uh, I'm picking the Cardinals. I think the Saints, when they're fully healthy, are probably better, but they're not fully healthy, and their schedule is much more difficult. I'm taking the Saints because Jameis is still still has time to turn this thing around and save my credibility. Jameis. Get off the Jameis bandwagon. Jameis. One person on it. It's me. Dude, Actually, two. Emory, Emory Hunt's driving. Dude, you're becoming you're becoming the like the breach, like breaches to Andy Dalton as Wilson. Jameis James Winston. Yeah, you're Jameis. I'm fine with that. Jameis. I like a good comeback story. Do would you what's wrong with the Andy Dalton comeback story? When's it gonna happen? I've been waiting for he's been in the league eleven years. So you're telling me there's a chance? No, zero. Yeah, I just think that the Cardinals have a more manageable schedule down the stretch. The only thing that gives me pause with the Cardinals, a lot of things do. The primary thing is Cliff Kingsbury. 
Like Dennis Allen isn't Bill Parcells, but Dennis Allen is Bill Parcells compared to Cliff Kingsbury. Also, the thing with Kingsbury, Kingsbury's team's crater at like that's the other season. thing I was going to mention when you were talking. You had, you mentioned something earlier about the Cardinals. Oh, the, the the live line betting. You know DeAndre Hopkins, they usually win with because he's there at the beginning of the season. This is about the time that they, you know, they take the shoes off, sit in the lazy boy, and just say we're out for the next two two and a half months. You know, you know that uh, I believe I was told by people on Twitter that. Um, <laughs> And who yeah, knows? The rest of the trust people on Twitter, but um, the official release date for Call of Duty <laughs> is October twenty. Is in is in uh, <laughs> a week from today, I believe. If you, I, t- I told you this. I told you this I on Twitter or in real life. No, in real life. I told you this last week. I literally brought this up on Sunday. Yeah. I literally I said, to remember everything. You have to coming remember out we, we, on the we to attributing Billy's information to people, sources, money quotes on Twitter. <laughs> but technically, 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 he could actually be playing the new Call of Duty right now yes. because if he pre-ordered it, then that means he could actually start the campaign. What he definitely did. He did hundred percent. Kyler Murray is. Do we know? Does anybody know what Kyler Murray's username is on? Call of Duty? Maybe he was playing Call of Duty. He had the headset on when he came off the field, and he was yelling at his teammate, not at Cliff Kingsbury. At Cliff Gingleberry. That's his <laughs> Cliff That's sucks. His name. Cliff sucks 39. Uh, David McNichols in the chat points out, we've spent enough time on useless stuff already. We don't need to spend uh, time on a meme. And I, I'm, I'm only highlighting this because like, I don't know that it is a meme. What's the meme? That Kyler plays Call of Duty a lot in like, Richard I, Sherman made a joke about it in the pregame. For what I mean, that, whatever that's worth, dude. If I mean, if your own team is making, giving you a homework class, video game comes out and it's like chronicled over multiple years, and you were like, like you're you're sponsored by that video game. Eh. Well, let me ask this: Who's the bigger problem on the outside looking in from your perspective, Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray? Um, I well. That that's an interesting question. I would say that it's uh, a big question. I don't no, I think, think it's so. Ky- I think it's Kyler because really. Well, no, 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 no. Hmm. This is a little nuanced answer here. Oh boy, you can't get rid of the franchise quarterback as easily as you can get rid of the coach. But who? Okay, uh, the other. I think Kyler I'm, is probably better at his job than Cliff is. At yeah, his that's job. what I'm asking. Who's who's a more productive member of the organization? Breach, Kyler. Okay, so. If we're well, why are you making that face? What has Cliff done? Kyler's played some pretty good football in, in spurts. He hasn't been consistent, no doubt is, about is it. Ky- is Kyler is Kyler worse? But yes, does Cliff <laughs> actively make Kyler worse. Yes. All right. So, who's your favorite offensive coordinator? Uh, Sean Payton. Would Sean Payton make Kyler better or worse? <laughs> okay. Well, that okay. Josh McDaniels. Probably make Kyler better. Right. Uh, who I'm else? Not huge, I'm not a huge Cliff guy. He's handsome as hell, but I'm not a huge Cliff guy. I know, but so my point is that if Cliff isn't making him better, he's m- making him level out or making him worse. Whereas you get the best, Sean Payton or whoever, Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan, you would imagine that Kyler's playing better than what we're. All right, so let's right, right, so let's flip McVay and and uh, and Cliff. Yeah, Cliff. Matthew Stafford's like a pile of pulp on the carpet. And- oh, Matthew Stafford is Andy Dalton's calling Matthew Stafford to offer condolences for all the pick sixes he's throwing. <laughs> and Cliff Kingsbury is the coach. Hey, second, he's third all or tied second all time behind two right. Hall of Famers. Sure. No, I think I think the Cardinals 
I wouldn't say that they would be a lot better. They would be they would be marginally better because the Rams are strong. I'm just saying, and the the whole totality of the team because like the Rams aren't crushing it right now. They have injuries and there's some concerns. If you put Sean McVay on the on the Cardinals, the Rams and Cliff on the Rams, the Rams are uh, easily the worst team in the division, and the Cardinals are like rolling. They might be like a three quarters of a game better right now, half a game better over the course of six games. I, mean, I think I think they're not going to be five and one or something. I don't think. I think I think Cliff to McVeigh is a pretty big leap. I do too. I'm just talking about the rest of the players. What do you think, Breach? I don't even know what you guys are talking about anymore. I got. What, so are, you, lost. what are you thinking about? Pop tarts. Cliff, Cliff's, Cliff's fourth. And I was one. actually thinking about who I would get rid of if I had to get rid of Cliff or 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 Kyler. Who would I dump first? I don't know why. Why are you? St- well, I, I'm saying the Kyler. The Kyler answer is like if you could get the contract off the books, and like you knew you weren't getting fired and reboot it, maybe you consider that. Here's, here's something interesting. Is there salary cap for coaches? Right. So Bob Swarsky mentions this in the comments. Breach throwing your words against you, and to, you can confirm whether you actually said this. To quote Breach, Cliff calling horrible plays and Kyler bailing them out with playground ball ain't sustainable. It's well, not. that's why we I think Cliff is the problem. That's why I said I would keep Kyler. Oh, okay. I thought you were rethinking. Oh no, no, no. I think I, if I had to keep one of the two, I'd keep Kyler. I would, I would keep that. It, my thought process was how bad, how much of it is on Kingsbury? Is it like 55, also, 45? Flat Earth. That's the dumbest thing in the planet. Um, mm. the, 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 the one fourth down call they had where Kyler actually got the first down, there was room to get a first down between the ends. It was like fourth and one or fourth. I think it was fourth and one. And they sort of did like a little play. Yeah, you're right. It was a fourth down. That's right. Sprinted him left and he got the first down, but didn't get the touchdown. That was like the first good fourth down call that Kingsbury's had all year. Usually and it looked like uh, they did play action. I saw my guy, they're going to throw the ball, but they rolled out. That's right. Yep. But he barely made it too, by the way. Yeah. We got a, a, at a bracket phase, bracket K1 is Kyler's gamer tag. Billy knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Look, look, I, I would, if, if you were like, Kyler's contract is the concern for me in picking that because it's under the salary cap, whereas Cliff, you can literally discard and there's no financial ramifications. I don't even think it's close. Like I would get rid of Cliff. Right. But if you go tomorrow right. and build around Kyler, sure. Assume, assuming Kyler can get along with people. Sure. And can you eradicate call of duty? Is him playing video games? The problem has that been the problem this year? You think just based on what we've seen from afar, um, I mean they put a contract in his clause. I know, but I'm asking not, you, not just like based games, like after a month and a half into the season, and you had to rank the biggest problems on this team. Where's Kyler? Really, not not that high. He's not one. He's not one, <laughs> and we know who one is. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. That's why they brought him in, so they could move him to number one and clip it fall to number two. I, I think I think Kyler's a unique and special talent, and but I don't know, like I, like I legitimately don't know what like how much of him not meeting what he should be meeting is you know how you Cliff find out? and how much is Kyler? Yeah, you know how you find out? You fire Cliff and you hire Sean Payton. There you go. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. Enjoy Call of Duty. Love Call of Duty. Check out. What's your username, Breach, and Call of Duty? Uh, I don't have one. Dexter, be bad. <laughs> I have a kid now. I don't have time for Call of Duty. Uh, 
highly recommend that you Google space. You'll see that the Earth is a big circle. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Streaming on Paramount Plus. Gather your besties. We are very exclusive. And get ready. Mom, go make snacks. For sure, Regina. Yeah. For the movie that hits like a bus in a good way. No one dies. Mean Girls. Rated PG 13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.